First Kings chapter 3, verses 3 through 13. And Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of his father David, except the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask, what shall I give you? And Solomon said, You have shown great mercy to your servant David, my father, because he has walked to you in truth. Therefore, give your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, that I may discern between good and evil. Who is able to judge this great people of yours? The speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. Then God said to him, Because you have asked this thing, and have not asked life, long life for yourself, nor have asked riches for yourself, behold, I have done according to your works. See, I have given you a wise and understanding heart, so that there has not been anyone like you before you, nor shall anyone like you arise after you. I have also given you what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be anyone like you among the kings all your days. According to scripture and historical information, Solomon in his time became not only the richest and most glorious man on earth, but on top of everything else, he was given a special privilege to use these riches. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 19 says, As for every man to whom God has given riches and wealth and given him power to eat of it, to receive his heritage and rejoice in his labor, this is the gift of God, to receive blessing and to correctly use this blessing. A question arises, how was Solomon able to achieve this balance? To accept blessing from God and to correctly use it, to correctly be able to use it. According to scripture, the starting point for such a balanced success, in which it was not wealth that owned Solomon, but he who owned wealth, was his love for God. Love toward God opens for us access to the riches of God in the most important, our correct use of these riches. And let's analyze in short definitions this love and see how it was expressed, how Solomon's love was expressed for God. First, it is written that it was expressed by the fact that he walked according to the statutes, second, in sacrifices, and third, he sought for the difference between good and evil to discern it. Here are three steps through which God was able to define that in Solomon's heart there was love for God. If we provide a quick definition, then first, walking according to the statutes. What kind of statutes? By his own? No, Scripture says, by the statutes of David his father. And he went, it says, the king went into Gibeon to bring a sacrifice there, for there was the main altar. To walk according to the statutes of David his father, it is expressed in the ability to bring on the main altar. This main altar was found in Jerusalem. It was not found in Jerusalem, it was found in Gibeon. And under Gibeon, we are referring to the rational service. Apostle Paul, with mercy, he prompts the church for her to bring to God a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. For what? For reasonable service, for rational service. 
Therefore, this Gibeon tells us that walking according to the statutes of his father is to dwell in the rational service or to renew our soul with the spirit of our mind. The second step was expressed, love toward God was expressed not just walking in the statutes of his father David, but also in action through sacrificial offerings. Scripture says that Solomon gave a thousand offerings. Sometimes people think he easily received the throne of his father, David. A thousand offerings he had offered on one altar. In order to bring one sacrifice, it took a lot of time. If he were to have a thousand altars upon which he can bring a thousand sacrifices, he can do this all in one day. But how are you going to bring one burnt offering, which referred to the service of all priests and Levites in the temple of God? And these services, there were called to be thousand of them. How much time had it, it had taken in order for him to bring a thousand burnt offerings on one altar? It is from this position that we look at. In a thousand offerings, what does this tell us? First, it is necessary to define what does the number one mean. One is God. What is ten? Again, one other zero added onto it. Ten is I honor the holy God. What is a hundred? One, zero, zero. This is me fully dedicating myself. What is a thousand? One, zero, zero, zero. This is me fully humbling myself before the will of God. And so when we love God, this love is expressed in that we hallow Him in the fact that we fully honor ourselves in the number 100 and that we demonstrate before Him our full humility in the number 1,000. This means that we will be able to receive a 1,000 burnt offerings on the main altar, which is found in Gibeon. And, fourth, and third, uh, how he had differed from other people is that he sought for the difference between good and evil to distinguish what is good, what is evil, and not just to know what is good and what is bad, but in order to have the ability to understand how to accept good and reject evil. Well, what is it going to give me if I know what is good, what is evil? I need to take a step further, and I need to accept the good and reject the evil in the form of an action. Therefore, we right now are going to participate in this privileged service, and we are going to thank God that we upon this place are able to offer God a thousand offerings. And God, to each sacrifice, to each burnt offering, He looks at it specially. He looks at it and thanks man for this sacrifice and we will remember that this is a reasonable service rational the altar that was present standing in Gibeon this was a living holy and acceptable pleasing sacrifice or rational reasonable service service that is focused on emotional sphere that is a church that uses drums that uses emotions to be able to receive more is incorrect we need to be based off of the Word of God and through our rational service through on the altar that is found in Gibeon we must offer God a sacrifice and therefore we will demonstrate our love before Him and we will stand and participate in this service. Субтитры создавал DimaTorzok 
I, with great joy, will repeat after our pastor that each time the people of Israel had honored God with tithes and offerings, they were called to, according to the words of Moses, which he had received as a revelation from God, to make one unique proclamation, raising their hands over it, we being that same Israel, tied to that same root, drinking from the same olive tree will do the same thing. Please raise your right hand, a symbol of your righteous act, and please pray along with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated the tithes from my home and have brought them into your home so that your home may have food. I did not give in sorrow. I did not give impurely. I did not give for the dead. I deeply believe in your unchanging word and I am glad that I have the privilege to express my love and to acknowledge your authority. And so according to your word, I ask you right now, may your heavenly windows be opened and may your blessing come down abundantly upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. May you be blessed. Please be seated. <laughs> 